remain standing for just a moment. Uh, we are going to continue what we started last week and uh, learning some stuff. How do, how do we live right? How do we live right when we can't find ourselves able to? Uh, when we do what we don't want to do and we don't do what we want to do, how in the world, what do we do? I mean, how do we get uh, a, a, a hold of this thing walking in the Christian life? Today, we're going to talk about the subject, losing my religion. Say that with me. How many of you have come across a time in life when you felt like you were? I mean, that happened this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is... We're going to talk about some things, and, and this, is, this, is, this is the difficult part. This is the difficult part. Uh, a lot of people have a long church experience. They've been going to church a long time, or, or they may have grown up in church. And what I've got to say today, what I've got to say today is going to kind of wig you out a little bit because you've heard something a long time, and how many of y'all know that when you've heard something a long time, it's hard to change your mind about it? Now, for a long time, people thought the earth was flat. And then when people started saying, hey, the earth's not flat, it's round, they made fun of them and they mocked them because once you've heard something for a long time, automatically that becomes truth, whether it's truth or not. Well, for all of us church people, and I'm going to put myself in that category, I grew up in church my whole life. My father was a pastor and, and it's all I've ever known. And when I started learning some of these things that we're going to talk about today, it was a little bit hard to grasp, but then I started thinking, how liberating it is. Now, if you haven't been to church and you haven't gone to church, you don't have that much background, this is going to be easy for you. So today, let's learn how to lose our religion. If you're with me, say amen. amen. All right, all right. Romans 7 and verse number 15. It says, for that which, and now by the way, this is coming from a religious man. This is not coming from a pagan. This is not coming from an atheist. This is coming from a religious Paul who is trying to please God by following the rules. Are y'all with me? This is what he says. For that which I do, I allow not. In other words, the things that I'm doing, I don't want to do. For what I would, those things I want to do, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. Can you hear the frustration? How many of y'all can relate to what he's saying? Look what he says in verse 19. 19. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I, I do. All right. Father, thank you, Lord, for your blessings and your mercy. Uh, Lord, please, please help us learn something. You know, you know we need you in this hour. I pray that I need you. I, I need you as, as the... The man with the message, I need your spirit to anoint my mouth. Don't let me say something I'm not supposed to. Lord, please don't let me forget to say something I need to say. I pray that your will be done today, and God will praise you and thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Religion. Religion. Uh, religion is a very dangerous thing. Uh, and, and, and I need everybody to understand that when Jesus came, when he came to this earth, he did not come to start another religion. Religion is about a list of rules. It's about a list of do's and a list of don'ts. And if you put all the religions together, if you put all the religions together, let's just take Christianity out of it and just all of them together. Do you realize they're all made up of do's and don'ts? And here, let me, let me see if I can summarize religion. Let me, let me see if I can summarize religion. This is religion in a nutshell right here. 
If you if you'll give me this, watch this. Number one, you ought to. Number two, you don't. Number three, you're toast. Is that not true? Here's what you're supposed to do. Here's if you don't do it. This is what happens if you don't. All right. Uh, and let me summarize this. When we're trying to live by religion, when we're trying to live by religion, by following the rules, by following the law and all that kind of thing, here's what happens. I know what I'm supposed to do. I don't do it. Now I feel guilty all the time. Can anybody relate to that? I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't do it. Now I feel guilty about it. I know I'm supposed to be this type of husband or this type of spouse. I know I'm supposed to be this type of Christian or that type of Christian. And and I'm trying my best to do it, and I don't do it, and now I feel guilty. And there's a complete cycle. I ask God to forgive me. Here we go. Now I got a new slate. Now I go try it again. I fail it again. Now I feel guilty again. And over and over and over and over. Am I telling the truth? And we have people that are so frustrated They're so frustrated in the Christian walk. They're so frustrated in the Christian life. They're so frustrated with church and trying to do right and behave because the pattern of religion is this. Here's the pattern of religion. Here's what we see when people are trying to live life by religion. Uh, we, We find people with a pattern of failure because when you try to live by the rules, you're gonna fail every time, every time. Jesus didn't come to start a religion of rules. Matter of fact, the religion of rules is what killed him. Jesus didn't have problem with sinners. Jesus didn't have problems uh, with, with those who were crooked in our mind that, that was ungodly. It was those people that loved him. It was those people who hung around him. But do you know what? Jesus had problems with religious people. Religious people who want to follow the rule. Here's our rules. Here's our list of do's. Here's our list of don'ts. And this is what happened. This is how this has creeped in. In the early church, when, when the church began, when Jesus was walking with the disciples in the early church, and even in the first years after the death, resurrection of Christ, uh, the early church was all about relationship. It was all about walking with God. It was all about having fellowship with God, being in the presence of Jesus, and Jesus' spirit working through them. It was never about a list of do's and don'ts but somewhere along the line somewhere along the line we have shifted from a a, a belief of following the list following Jesus over here is where it should be and we've shifted to let's follow the list of rules the do's and don'ts and somewhere along the line it left being about a relationship to being about following the rules and here's the problem most rule keepers, most religious people, they get proud of the rules they're good at. They will take a list of rules that they're good at and they will get proud about that list and then they will judge everybody else that's not as good with them rules as they are. For instance, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I made a life-changing decision this morning. I quit smoking this morning. That's the same reaction the first two services gave. Well, preacher, I didn't, because I, see, you're sitting there wondering, do we say, all right, or do we say, what are you doing smoking? You're not really knowing how to answer this. Let me, let me help you. My whole entire life, my whole entire life, from the time I was born to right now, I've never had a cigarette in my mouth. Never, 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 never one time. Never one time, ever, 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 ever. No, 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 hey, hey. That's not the point. The point, I quit something that's not hard for me. 
I tell you what, I quit it cold turkey this morning. You with me? You say, well, that's not hard for you. That's my point. Religious people pick out certain rules that they're good at, and then they judge everybody else that's not good at them. And then the ones they're not good at, they find a loophole for. And they will just kind of ignore that one and like, okay, that one. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, you may have a dress that touches the floor, but your tongue is this long and you gossip like crazy. Hello. And men don't, uh, you, you, I've seen men on gossiping too, so don't even, we're not going to blame this on one, one gender. Amen. But what happens is, is we start judging people by what we're good at. And see, that's why most people don't like us. Most people outside of these walls, they don't like Christians because most Christians are arrogant and most Christians are judgmental because, because those other people are not good at what I'm good at. Amen. It's going to get worse. Y'all might as well buckle up. Listen, this is bad. And let me tell you another thing. Let me tell you another thing. When you try to live by the rules, you leave frustrated. And then, and then when you try to live by the rules and can't live by the rules, it leads you to frustration. Not only that, but even when you can somewhat do it, then you are angry at the people that's not following the rules. Because secretly, if it's about following the rules and not necessarily a relationship with Jesus, if it's all about following the rules, then you get mad at the ones that are not following the rules because you secretly don't want to follow the rules. You're mad because they can do it and you can't. That's a secret. Don't tell nobody. Is that not the truth? Listen, following the rules don't get you anywhere. It was never about the law. It was never about the rules. Listen, it was, it was never about, hey, these are the list of do's and don'ts. This, and, and, and by the way, you can go all the way back to the beginning of time. When the first rule was given. Do you know in the very beginning of time there was only one rule? Just one. Don't mess with this tree. Do anything you want to do. Go anywhere you want to go. Eat anything you want to eat. But this one, don't mess with it. They couldn't even keep that one. You with me? And it's been that way all through time. Because see, here's the pattern of religion. It's failure. And then B, frustration. We get frustrated. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get five accountability partners. I'm going to memorize 100 verses in the Bible. I'm going to get some self-control. If it kills me, bless God. And you try your best, and then you... And now I'm frustrated. I did it again. I lost my temper again. I did... I, 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 and, and now you're frustrated, and because you failed, and now you're frustrated, now we get to that place where we say, what's the use? And we leave, and we say, it just can't be done. When Jesus said, that's not the way it was supposed to be done. Let me tell you the number two, the problem with religion. This is the pattern. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Put that other back up. Does this make sense? Can we see this? All right, number two, watch this. Here's a problem with religion. Here's a problem with religion. The law and religion and the list of rules cannot control you. That's why, that's why this fallacy with the gun control stuff 
And, I, and we're not going to get political. It's not about all that kind of stuff. But let me, let, me, let me help you understand something. If this man broke the rule he already had with what he did, making more rules is not going to make him follow ones he's already broken. Let's control these teenagers. Let's control these kids. Let's make some more rules so they can break them too. And what most religions do is they make rules for the rules that you've broken. When you've broken these rules, now here are the rules to fix the ones you've already broken. And we're going, oh, what do we do? Rules cannot control you. The law was not put here to control you. It cannot. Here's the, well, I'm going to get ahead of myself. The law cannot control you. It was not supposed to control you. Now, second thing, write this down. The law cannot control, religion cannot control, and it cannot empower. It cannot empower. In other words, the law, the rules, cannot give you what you need to do right. It can't. Not one rule has ever helped me follow the rules. Not one, not one list that I've ever found has given me what I need. Here's, 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 a, here's a big deal. You need to write this down. Christianity is not about imitation. But we've made it that way. And I say we, I'm talking about most pastors and leaders and everything because that's what we've been told our whole life. Here's the way this works. Here's the ways this works. Uh, a, 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 a man comes into church. A man comes into church. He believes on Christ. He, he wants to be saved. He comes to the preacher. What do I do? He said, by faith, for, for, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Just believe on him and you'll be saved. Amen. So he believes on Christ. He puts his faith in Christ. He gets saved. And then he says, now what? Okay, here's the rules. Go be like Jesus. Here's the do's, here's the don'ts, here you go, good luck, be like Jesus. Go out and imitate Jesus. I've said this. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Go be Jesus. What would Jesus do? I know what he wouldn't do, what some of us done this week. Have you figured it out that we can't even be like our favorite singer? I mean, our favorite singer, come on the radio, and we'll sing along with them, and it's God-awful. Say amen. We can't even be like our favorite sports player. We can't, and we think we're going to be like Jesus? How's that working for you? Go ahead. Here it is. Here's the rules. Here's the list. Now, and then we say this. this is, then we say this. Now, you're not going to be able to do it. Now, here's the rules when you don't do it. Now you, this is how you get forgiveness for the rules you can't keep. And, and, we, and we come to Jesus and say, all right, here's all the ones I broke today. Okay, I, I absolve you of these. I forgive you of these. Here's your new bucket. Go fill it up. Right? That's what, that's, now we, we may have not been told that in ex, them exact words. But that's basically what it is. And religion says you got to do this. And Listen, religion says I'm supposed to have a suit and tie on today. Yes, I wore this on purpose. I like wearing suits and ties. I do. I like it. But, but, but don't tell me I have to. Because that's not in the book. 
Religion says if you're not singing from a hymnal, then Jesus is not listening. Religion, are y'all with? Come on. Religion, religion says if I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs and spitting to the fourth row, then I'm not anointed. <laughs> Old time religion to be, let's be specific if you want to. I was listening to a, I was listening to a preacher this week. And, 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 and I, I, I love listening to preaching. I mean, I, I, I'll get it and listen to it, and I, I, I love it. And, and this one guy, and, and it was in that, 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 that old that camp meeting style, what I grew up with. And, I mean, he was working them into a frenzy, buddy. I'm telling you, he was, he was working the crowd. They was shouting. And, uh, and, he, and he was talking about the, the story of the prodigal son. And he was going after it. I mean, going after it. And, and, and he said, now I'm telling you, this ain't in there, but let me talk about it. And I'm thinking, all right, all right if it's not in there, why are you preaching it? In the story of the prodigals, and he starts talking about the mamas. Where was the mama at? Where? Because, you know, in the story, don't say nothing about the mama. And he started talking about mamas that should have been there, mamas at the tanning bed, mamas doing this. Where's mama at? And I'm like, really? Then he got on the grandparents. All the grandparents. Where's the grandparents at? Ain't no grandparents in this story. Where the grand? Hey, and then he's, he's, this is what he said. It's not the young people that don't like preaching today. It's these, these senior citizens, bless God. And now I mean, they're shouting him down. And I'm like, really? Has nothing to do with the story. Here's the story. You have the prodigal son and you have the older brother. Here's what was happening. The Pharisees, the religious crowd was getting angry that sinners was coming to Jesus. And so he was showing them a story how ridiculous their logic was. You have a prodigal son that went away, but now he's come home, and the older brother's mad that they're happy that the prodigal son has come home. And he's comparing the older brother to the Pharisees. Here's what religion says. It don't matter whether you're biblical or not, just as long as you're saying it good. Religion. And our country, all across this country, is eat up with religion. And we defend our religion. We defend our style of religion. We defend the way we keep our rules. And, and all those we're good at, we get proud at and we judge everybody by. And religion is killing America. Frustrating Christians who really mean well and they're trying. And they're frustrated because they can't live up to what they're supposed to live up to. Amen. But see, Paul said this, the law cannot help you do right. The law was never sent to help you do right. The, here's, what, here's what the law was for. Here was the purpose of the law, uh, uh, to point out something. The law was here to point out something. Here's what it was to point out. Failure, 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 failure. Read your Bible, see if I'm not telling the truth. What was the law here to do? To point out that we were sinners. The law was a schoolmaster. It was never here to fix us. It was never here to empower us. It was just to reveal to us that we were sinners. It was to reveal to us that we were broken. It was to reveal to us and show us we needed a Savior. But what we started doing is worshiping the rules. We begin to worship the tool that was used to bring us to the one we're supposed to be worshiping. And instead of Jesus getting worship, our religion is being worshiped. 
We're bragging about old-time religion. I've seen, seen a meeting coming up that's old-time religion, real, and revisited. And I'm thinking, what about Jesus? And here, here we have Jesus and we have religion. And we have a choice. Now, we can pick, we can pick, we can pick religion. And most people do because that's the easier road. It's the easier road. Jesus, in, in Galatians, he said, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's many times he says, walk with me. Be filled with my spirit. In John 15, he said, abide in me and I in you. So here you have Jesus' terminology, walk with, abide with, uh, uh, be filled with. All of this that deals with relationship. Say that with me, with now, over here, religion says, here's the do's, here's the don'ts, here's the rules, here's the regulations, here's the consequences. Now, you say, well, why is that easier? I never seen this till, till it really dawned on me with my relationship with Tammy. I, and most males, most males in here, uh, uh, I, I can't read your mind. And when me and Tammy have issues, I'm, I'm kind of like, I want to pull to Joe Friday and say, hey, ma'am, the facts, just the facts, just write it down. I don't, don't, don't want to guess. I don't want to just write, what do you want from me, woman? Write it on the paper. <laughs> just put a list. Give me a list. What do you not want me to do? What do you want me to do? Put it on paper. Let's just make this easier. And all God's men said, now watch. Now watch, I'm going to bail y'all out right here, amen? Uh, here's the deal. And, and, and this is what she said, I don't want to have to tell you. Because if I tell you, it won't count. I'm like, what manual are you reading? But this is, this is what she's saying. This is what she's saying. And this is where it really starts making sense. I want you to know. And then she goes quoting the Bible or something. <laughs> husbands, husbands dwell with your wives according to. Uh, yeah, yeah, learn that verse, men. <laughs> dwell with your wives according to. Everybody, why y'all, y'all just said, amen a while ago. What the, knowledge. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. Knowledge, knowledge. Dwell according to knowledge, knowledge. All right, let's say it like we mean it. Husbands, dwell with your wives according to knowledge. knowledge. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If I'm going to know what she's really wanting or what she needs for me or what she desires, I'm going to spend time with her. I'm going to have to take time. I'm going to have to make an effort. Relationships don't happen by a list. Relationships happen by intimacy and time. And are y'all with me? Now, she just made the list and make it a whole lot easier. But that's not where it's about. Now, you see how this makes sense now? Jesus is saying, I want a relationship with you. Walk with me, and you'll take care of all that stuff. We want a list. Hey, just give me my list, man. 
give me my list. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to buckle down, and I'm going to do this list, man, and I'm not going to do these other things. And, and, And it always leads to failure. But if we would just take some time and make an effort to develop a relationship with Christ, don't this make sense? Now watch, here's the terminology you use. You hear fruit. Watch this in Galatians. Watch this in Galatians. Galatians chapter number number uh, 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 number 16. Galatians 5:16. For this I say, walk in the spirit. It didn't say walk in the rules. It said walk in the spirit, and watch what it says. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Isn't that what we're wanting? That's the goal, man. I don't want to do the fleshly things. I don't want to do wrong. He said, just walk with me. And you won't do that. Watch. It gets better. Now the works, say that with me. Now the, now the, now the works, 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 works. Trying hard, manufacture, work it up of the flesh. Now it gives the list. Y'all know the list. Y'all go read it. All the bad stuff. All the bad stuff we don't want to do. Now watch what it says over here. But the fruit, a different word. Now over here when it talks about the flesh in our own human effort, it says works, the works of the flesh. But over here, when, here's religion, works. Here's Jesus in relationship, the fruit of the Spirit. It's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temper. Are y'all with me? All these things. But what we're trying to do, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the love and the patience and, 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 and the joy and, and the peace and all that by works. Oh, I'm going to love you whether you like it or not if it kills both of us. I'm going to be patient today. I'm going to have self-control. I'm going to grit my teeth and I'm going to... Am I right? You didn't know you was going to get all this today, did you? And we're trying our best to work up joy. How many of y'all figured out you can't manufacture joy? You can't manufacture peace. You can't work hard to do this. But he doesn't call it over here on the spirit. He says, but the, say it with me, but the fruit. Fruit just happens. It's not effort. It's not work. It's not sweating. It's not labor. No. Fruit just. I grew up in South Florida around orange trees and grapefruit trees and, and trees like that. And you might have grown up around apple trees or any kind of fruit tree. You ever seen a tree out there going? Come on, fruit. Have you? No. He's just out there. You know why? Fruit doesn't require effort. Fruit requires relationship. See, there's a relationship between the seed and the pollen. You see, fruit... In a, in a family requires, you see, you have two healthy, you have two healthy people, a healthy husband and a healthy wife. They're going to be fruit. It's going to happen. 
but it's going to happen from relationship. And see, what we want to do, we want to bypass all. We just, just give me the list, man. I don't want to make the effort to walk with Jesus, and I don't want to make the effort to get to know him, and I don't want to, I don't want to, just give me the list. Let me, okay, that's religion. And a lot of y'all are trying to do that. And you've messed up so many times, and you go, this time it's going to be different. I'm going to try harder. And it's going to constantly lead to failure. All this fruit stuff. Man, that, what, that don't even, hey, all right. Will y'all believe it if Jesus says it? Will you believe it if Jesus says it? Here's what Jesus said in John 15. I'm the vine, ye are the branches. If ye abide in me and I in you, ye shall bear much fruit. How many of y'all want joy in your life? How many of y'all want peace in your life? How many of y'all want love in your life? How many of y'all want patience in your life? How many of y'all want self-control and temperance in your life? How many of y'all want godliness and holiness? All right, all right. He said, abide in me. Everywhere you find Jesus, he says, follow me, not the rules. He didn't say follow the rules. He said, follow. Now, I know what some of you are thinking, some of you hypocrites in here, you're thinking, well, you just think that, that, that bless God, that we just do away the rules and just live any way you let me Let me say what Paul said. What did Paul say? Hmm, God forbid that we live in sin any longer. What's my point? Jesus said it this way, that when we got saved, the rules, the law was written in our hearts. You see, <laughs> when we're walking with Jesus, it takes care of it. If I'm walking with Jesus, I'm going to love my neighbor. If I'm walking with Jesus, I'm not going to commit adultery. If I'm walking with Jesus, I'm not going to tell a lie. You see, you're going you're gonna to be walking with Jesus and and, and, and you're going to be going through the week, and, and you're going to look back, and, and, and there's going to be fruit. And you're going to think, where'd that joy come from? Man, I just feel good today. Amen. And there's going to be, there's going to be uh, something take place in your life that normally you'd wig out about and lose your mind, and you're going to have peace. And you're going to think, man, this, this ain't really that big a deal. Man, I should be a little more upset. What's wrong? What, what's, what's this all about? And it'll be fruit. And, 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 and you don't have to manufacture it. You don't have to work it up. You don't have to, you don't have to grit your teeth. And... Did any, does anybody in this room see how liberating this is? All my life, I've been working so hard to bear fruit. I've been trying to keep the rules so I can make God happy. And I thought God was happier with the peoples that were better at the rules. And God is just saying, come, just walk with me. Just have a relationship with me. Abide in me. See, the level of your fruit bearing is going to be determined by the level of your connection. <laughs> come on, Russell, say amen right there. And my, look, the, 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 the connection of the branch to the vine and the nutrients and all of the life-giving resource out of the vine into the branch, that's out of Jesus into you. Let me sum it all up right here. Let me sum it all up. Here's, here's what religion says. Go imitate Jesus. Religion says it's imitation. But Jesus says it's impartation. All right, here's the difference. Imitation. 
Imitation is me trying to be like Jesus. Impartation is Jesus in me being Jesus through me. Are y'all with me? Imitation is me doing the very best I can to be like Jesus. Failure. Impartation is Jesus. I can do all things through. Paul said it this way. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, yet I live. Not I, but Christ liveth in me. And see, it's not me forgiving that dude that hurt me. It's Jesus through me. It's not me having the patience of Job with frustrations in life. It's Jesus in me. Now, I know what you're thinking. All right, this is great, man. This is so cool, and this is liberating because now I finally got it figured out. All I got to do is walk with Jesus. How do I walk with Jesus? Next week. Next week. To be continued. Man, all I got to do is walk with Jesus, and, and all the rules will be taken. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, all them rules, all them things that you've been trying so hard to follow, won't be no issue whatsoever. Just love on Jesus. Walk with him. Abide with him. Next week, we're going to learn how to abide. We're going to learn how to stay. Here's the, here's the deal. Stay and step with the Spirit. That's what it says. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We're going to, it's going to change from I, 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 I'm trying, I'm working hard. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's going to change from that to, hey, I got out of step a little bit today. I got out of step a little bit this week with the Holy Spirit. I got to get back in step. Walk with me, he says. Follow me. One of the greatest verses in the Bible. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. You know who he's talking to? All the people who are so bound by all the religion, the rules, the regulations, and all the burdens that the Pharisees put on the people. He said, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you, take my yoke upon you, learn of me. My yoke is, my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Your choice, religion or Jesus? Religion, give me my list and let me go. It's going to lead to failure. Now, this is going to require more effort to develop this relationship, this intimacy with Christ. But I promise you, the fruit will be well worth the effort. And all God's people said, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For teaching us something that we need to know. Thank you for teaching us that, that we have to walk with you. Lord, that, 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 that you will fulfill the law in us through you. Not us. Not our effort. Not our struggle. Not our will. Not our, not our willpower. It's in the Holy Spirit. Please help us to get this and believe it. Lord, this is so, to many it might be confusing. Well, I've heard this my life, most of my life, but now I'm, Lord, help us to trust your word. Help us to trust your word. Lord, you said where the law was weak and what it could not do, you did. 
God, the law couldn't fix us. The law couldn't control us. The law couldn't empower us to do right. But your Holy Spirit came so we could. So help us to walk with you and abide with you. I pray your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's stand. Let's stand. Everyone stand. Everyone stand. Listen, I want you to, I want you to trust God today. God is on your side. Whether you know it or not, someone's got this idea. God's up in heaven with a lightning bolt waiting to strike us down. That's not true. He's your friend. If you're here today and you're not saved, you've never, you've never come out of Adam and out of sin into Christ, I want you to trust him today. Come. Let us take a Bible and show you how to be saved. And I promise you, your journey with Christ is 10 times better than anything you can ever imagine. And all God's people say it. Amen. Let's sing. Let's sing.